Was looking forward to being important But I'm not important yet skip to the good part welcome everyone to the uppy and stash podcast i'm your host uppy with me we have chitty chitty's back from colorado how are you sir i'm back i'm back on pacific standard time nice good to, have back. good to have you back in the time zone and back in the the golden state and then we also have little uppy two weeks in a row little uppy how are you good good what have you been up to tonight a lot of things like what like, we went to Dairy Queen. Ah, oh, yeah, Dairy Queen. And we went to Diamond Breed. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a really good day. Yeah, we had a good evening. Like, we've been working hard. Uh, we're doing some fall cleaning around the Uppy household. We're going through our garage. Um, and then next will be one of our bedrooms. And then... Um, hopefully the plan is over Christmas, our master bedroom will get remodeled. Um, so just a lot of hard work today, but a lot of good hard work, uh, for a little bit there, a little uppy where you are a boss, you were like saying, you're always telling me to like, hurry up and be quick, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because we need to get it quick. We need done. to get it quick, quickly done. Yeah. Nice. Not helping, were you? That's awesome. Hi. <laughs> What did we get at Dairy Queen? And my arms were oh. sore. What'd you get at Dairy Queen? What'd you get at Dairy Queen? I got the Reese's Pieces Blizzard. <clears throat> that is a good one. That's a good one. My all-time fave, and it has been for like 20 plus years, it seems, the Mint Oreo. Mm. I still mm-hmm. love the Mint Oreo. Not today, huh? I just wanted to try the... Not a fan of mint Oreo. Never been a fan of the mint. I just wanted to try something. Try something is good. There's always a good thing. Uh, Chitty does not... Not a big fan of mint. I'm not a fan of mint. Miss Uppy just chimed in when she's not a fan of Oreo. Mm. (laughs) That's another bonus for me. I don't have to share. (laughs) Um, Chitty, I hear some ice in a cup. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, it's um, uh, for for I guess for the the ears on campus tonight. Um, it's a G and a T, gin and tonic. Yes, nice. it's, it's, uh, it's, I've been I've been on it, and I I got one. I went to Target and got one of those. Um, they have all their holiday specials, you know, out. Mm-hmm. Um, where with the little boxes and stuff, and I always get like one of those a year just for myself. I think last year it was, I might have been the same one, but I go with whatever gift they're giving mm-hmm. as like that. That makes my decision for me. It could be, you know, uh, it could be whiskey, it could be tequila, it could be whatever. But this year it was, um, I'll go show you. It was camera around. It was this. Oh, we are a little blurry. Hold on, <laughs> a little, just a smidge. There we go. There we go. Oh, oh, you yeah. know what it? Okay, I know what it is. Yeah, the blur background on. Yeah, the blur background. None. Done. No. Okay. So it is aviation gin, which to be honest, is actually pretty solid. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a lot, hell of a lot better than the $15 (laughs) Costco brand. But then they gave Thanksgiving dishes still that we have yet to put away. (laughs) Um, They also gave a cocktail shaker. Oh, fancy. Yeah, it was really nice, and I needed a cocktail shaker, so it was like the the perfect 
the perfect gift set and um you know it's only like 20 bucks so i try to get one a year and that's a fun fact though last year i do remember what i got i got the um you know how they they come out like it's like glenn levitt comes out with like a specific like four pack of um you know like <clears throat> 10 12 and 14 18 year scotches mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. a year um and they put them like in like many bottles and um and you know you can use it as a gift i guess well last year chitty went to target saw this big box of a whole bunch of those gift sets um you can call me whatever you want but I went to the to the self scanner, and it scanned up six gift sets for the price of one in one big box. Really? Now, gr- granted, it did say non conveyable on a big sticker on it, mm-hmm. which I later found out saying it, it's a cue to the cashier to say, "Hey, don't." sell this <laughs> don't sell it like it is like right this is what, it, what it really means well they scanned it they sold it and chitty got six gift sets for the price of one that's amazing <laughs> that's some good luck right there. <laughs> so um there was uh quite a quite a few um well i definitely benefited from it was really cool because i was able to like I was able to really hone in which one of those whiskeys I really liked. And then I kept all of those. I kept two of them mm. um, from each set. And then I made a few other sets. I think it was like three or four other sets. I do think that Beardo was a beneficiary of, of one of them last year. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was, just, it was, it was fun. <laughs> I felt like I felt kind of <laughs> mean, kind of bad at the same time, but um my my stance on it is did i know that i was probably trying to get away with something maybe should mm-hmm. target have trained their employees better yes, yes. <laughs> and and that's where i stand <laughs> i mean it, it, it falls on them it doesn't fall on you that's the way i see it the so. consumer is always right exactly <laughs> so before we get into it um speaking of travels because we're gonna actually hear all about denver and what what, what a wonderful time you and the family had <clears throat> this is the last of the beers i brought home from mm-hmm. pennsylvania and funny enough um this was like the newest release when i was there back in late september it's from new trail and it's a tropical double broken heels hazy ipa um, i think we've I think we've done uh, broke, Broken Hills before, the double and the triple. So they were all jazzed about the tropical um, back in September. And I would say, like, it really hits home on the tropical feels. Like, that almost really good. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Um, so, yeah. Um, a little sad. It's my last one. Um, you know, we will. This one comes in at nine point two. It's pretty high up there. Um, Wait, I have a question, Abby. Yeah. Did you was last last week the the exact first time that you had a little Uppy on the on the podcast? No, she's had. There was one long, long time ago because I, I think. Bearded, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure that the the we're not. Missing tombstone songs, you know. Uh, the, you know um, just, just saying. You know, I, I, yeah. I think it'd be a good, good perspective for all of us to, to see where the younger crowd is nowadays. You, you know, technically, <laughs> I could probably ask her, but like honestly, if I had to guess, if she were to, because I don't even know what three she would choose, or she could choose three, but I, I'm for sure know one song she'd pick. Um, just because she doesn't have a ton of favorite songs, but one of them would probably be Alaska by Little Hurt. Mm, okay. Um, 
but that's the only one I'd be confident that she would choose. Um, but no, you know, she she has skirted the responsibility. She's this will probably like to show the four times, but she's gotten away with it, probably because she's mm. cute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so next time, next next time, we'll have to. Have, yeah, have I'll, I'll coach her next. I'll coach her next week. Now that she's kind of sweet and talked her way into staying up late and getting to say hi. Because um, before mm. I would like do everything in my power to make sure she's in bed before we start, but I will make one complaint before we get into Denver. Um, we were at Dying Breed earlier tonight, <clears throat> and they had uh, uh, what's the name of it? Testy Calicton as a food truck. Um, they they do like a lot of oh Testy Calican. Yes, that one. Um, they they do a lot of like Hispanic kind of foods, you know. Um, Tacos, quesadillas. I get the ceviche. I really am a big fan of their ceviche. I still, because uh, I'm a complete white person, <laughs> you spent a good portion of his childhood growing up in Pennsylvania where there was no Mexicans. Um, I don't know why they, when you get ceviche, uh, they give you tostada shells. I don't get why they wouldn't just give you tortilla chips, but fuck if I wasn't chewing on... Uh, some ceviche with the tostada shell and a piece of the tostada shell, like cut my gum behind my molar. Oh no. Yeah. And I was like kind of acting like a little bit of a baby about it. But then like, I kind of sent in a, well, I didn't kind of, I did. I sent in like a napkin back there just to see if I was just being a baby or if there was some damage done, like came out all bloody. So no chewing on the right side of my mouth for a while. Um, That's a bummer. Right. I mean, come on, I'm a grown adult. No. Like and then later on I bit my left cheek, which I never do. So well, what, um, Yeah. Well, going back to your beer that you had, I think you were just finishing up your hmm. your Hawaii. It was Yeah, it makes it me, tastes like Hawaii. It it does. It is it's that kind of tropical. Like some beers say they're tropical, but this one actually um tastes like the islands to me. And it's been about a year since we went to Mali and I wish I could go back. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Especially now it's getting cold. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be honest, right now is a great time to, I think, to go to Hawaii. Like in between, I think in between Thanksgiving and Christmas would probably be really good. Um, I'm not exactly sure of the weather, but I, there's got to be nobody there. Oh, it's like okay. for like a couple weeks. It's probably perfect because, like you said, there probably isn't as many people traveling just because, like you said, we're smack dab in between two holidays. Because um, we've been twice, and both times we went right after New Year's, and that's when a lot of people go. <laughs> I think yeah. it's, it's peak season at, at that point. Like when I was uh, in the rental car line, the guy in front of me, he was going to have his rental car for like at least a month. Um, but he was oh, old gosh like yeah he was completely gray like uh, <laughs> i was partially jealous um but yeah no it this is year, this time this time it year, is 81 upper, degrees on average for the next week in hawaii yeah and like no humidity like the humidity is really low this time of year so mm-hmm. that's, that's really nice um but it's just, i mean is it ever a bad time to go to hawaii oh, can't be yeah can't be no which makes you think about like, you know, because I feel like in California we get so like, I don't know if the like, spoiled is the right way to say it, but um, you know we can always kind of look forward to the seasons changing. I guess like, um, you know, leaves falling, getting colder, then getting hotter, and but it's always eighty, probably eighty, eighty-one degrees there. It's just they <laughs> look into it. Oh well. <laughs> Uh, humidity is about to kind of set in, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, it was uh, traveling. Traveling is fun. Yes, but, and I'll use that as a segue. Yeah, I just, That's a good segue. It, Tell us about Denver. <laughs> Denver was fun. Um, I'm kind of gonna kind of because I could go on forever about it. Um, do's and don'ts. I think of of Denver um, and and the surrounding areas. Mm. Um, so, so give some context. The main reason we were out there was, it was a family trip, but we went to find Christmas market, um, that only runs from basically the week of Thanksgiving to Christmas. And we're kind of chasing 
kind of experiences that we had also in Germany, but the in-laws don't exactly like flying to other parts of the world. So um, Hawaii is about as far as they go. Mm-hmm. So we found what was supposed to be one of the best Christmas markets in, in the United States, which um, brought us to Denver. Um, and it was really good. Solid, solid Christmas market. I would say seven out of 10 on the authenticity scale. Mm-hmm. If I compare it to the German experience, um, beer was spot on. The mold hot wine was spot on. The food was honestly very comparable. I would say the food, 9 out of 10. Um, there's just an element of, there was an element of, uh, it wasn't Europe and it wasn't, I just didn't have the same vibe. I don't know. I think there's just something about being in a different country that was just like, oh, that's cool. So, um, but people spoke German. It was a cool experience and, you know, it got us into downtown Denver. Mm-hmm. For the only time on the trip, but we stay actually stayed in Vale, which is Aspen. Okay, so it's about two hours outside of Denver, and we didn't reali- exactly realize how <laughs> far away from Denver we were staying. So we flew in on Friday, then we had to drive two hours into the mountainous parts of the the surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, um, market was back in Denver the next day. So we had to drive, we had to drive another two hours back to Denver, mm-hmm. then <laughs> two hours back home to where we were staying. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I had a fantastic time at the Christmas market and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, the, the kind of idea was to go to the Denver Raiders game, but it wasn't exactly set in stone. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had brought it up with my father-in-law and said, Hey, I think it'd be really cool, but we never bought tickets. Is, but he, we ended up, like, is he a Broncos or Raiders fan or no, he's a Niners fan. So uh-huh. he had no real, he had no real skin in the game, but mm-hmm. you know, um, I th- it, it, it was a fun thing. You know, I, I kind of was able to convince him and, um, he just didn't want to drive anymore. And I was like, you know, we should be only in Denver once or the area. Well, the Raiders are playing where, you know, you have some sort of attachment to it kind of. Um, And we haven't had that many, that many opportunities. You know, we've had opportunities like that to do things, but you know, whenever I I feel like whenever you can get kind of in law time like that, Mm -hmm. where it's super Was it just the two of you that went? Yeah, it's just the two of us. So we kind of we let we left the baby and with the uh, with with the gals and um, got to have a fun time. But nice. um, I'd say the first don't of Denver, don't stay where you don't intend on doing most of the things at because Denver's honestly super huge. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of LA, but you don't feel like it's, it doesn't feel like you're going that far, but you can stay in one of those out, out kind of lying towns and it's still be like 30 minutes of a drive. And so, (laughs) and then, you know, you start going up the hill a little bit, you know, it gets a little icy, you know, it takes a little bit longer to drive through, especially if you're from California. Uh, (laughs) So um, that was my, I think is my first don't. Um, I think my first do would be to go to mile high. Like it was a really cool experience, Mm -hmm. not just being a Raiders fan and just going to a rivalry game. Um, but also because I'm only gone to a football game at the Coliseum and the experience I think it was my first, aside from maybe like AT&T Park, it was my first experience at a major league sporting event where mm. it really seemed like the ownership gave a fuck about their fans mm. and gave a, f- a fuck about their experience. Um, we were entertained from the minute we got in the park, the minute we got there to the minute we, you know, left. And maybe that was a condition of the game as well, but um mm. You know, I didn't even know it was the salute to service game. So, you know, the pregame stuff, 
awesome. They had paratroopers come come down um, <clears throat> and, you know, carry the flag, and that was pretty crazy. They had a, a fo- almost a football field-length flag. Um, Same with the Niners. We, we had – and I'm not to, like – I won't butt into two for too long – but we went to the Niners Chargers Sunday night. Because you guys were there too. That's right. They, they also had that giant ass flag that covered the whole field. And every person got one of these in the cup holders at their seat. Now, see, we did not get that. We did not get that. That's pretty cool. But you went um, on you went on one anyways. It would have Broncos on it. And, yeah, I am pretty surprised that you be having this uh, the, the 49ers on there, but um but I'm pretty sure surprised that made it into your household. But um, this is up he's a Niners fan. We're good. I mean, we, oh, okay. we only that's dislike right. each yeah, other fair. once. Once every four years, we dislike each other, but that's it. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, so I mean, I guess that might have played into it a little bit, but man, like that that stadium, the Coliseum, other places can feel so super expansive, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were there, it just felt, it felt like, it felt like you were a part of a, it was almost like a concert, I guess mm-hmm. is what is the, the vibe that I got. Everybody was very super close to the field. We mm-hmm. are, we had really, we had pretty nice seats, but it, it seemed like from the photos you sent. Yeah. We had pretty nice seats, but I like, even if you were, you know, second deck, third deck, you know, nosebleeds, it, it, you feel like you're on top of the field, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely not much of a sideline. There was not much of a, you know, and I guess that might just be, you know, from me being a Raiders fan, what I'm used to is having, right. you know, <laughs> being thousands of feet away and might as well just watch it at home. Yeah. I guess it, 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 it made me feel like I, I went to, I, I've been to a couple Raiders games and I, you know, I've been, been there. And then I told myself I'd never go to another like live football game it's a different, different experience going to a stadium that, that actually gave a fuck. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, and, and I, we sat, it was perfect, perfect place to sit. You know, we had a full view of the, the big time scoreboard. Um, it, we sat where we could see all the action. So nice. now, um, now tell me, um, First and foremost, I just want to say I love the NFL experience. Like, just the atmosphere and the emotion, you can't beat it, you know. Especially when we've spent many years going to A's games with only, like, 10,000 fans, right? Um, Mm -hmm. There's one thing that would seem to be extremely fucking annoying about going to a Broncos game. Um, Is every time, like, the visiting team throws an incomplete pass. They see how that stupid incomplete chant. Incomplete. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Your quarterbacks have fucking sucked, like, for the better part of 30 years, other than, what, three years of four, maybe four or five years of Peyton Manning. Your quarterbacks have sucked. Like, who are you to be chanting incomplete after every incomplete? Yeah. It's like – yeah, no, I mean, I, I would say, you know, I, I didn't e- honestly even know that was a thing. Uh, maybe I guess I never paid that much attention to the crowd. I think you're always on, on games. I, I think because you're always on red zone. So. I am always on red zone, yeah. So, and, you know, that that might be it. But, um, you know, when they first did it, I was like, man, these fans really know what's up. Man, they really know how to, they really know how to get the, the, the fans involved and, you know, after, you know, three quarters of it, I was like, oh, okay, you know, this is uh, a little bit, this is you know, and, yeah. it, and it also gets a little redundant too. Cause like they'll do it regardless. Um, <laughs> like the rate they did it on the Raiders drive and uh, the last drive too. And, you know, car had like one incomplete pass, but they were clearly driving and maybe it was them trying to get their fans involved in whatever, but it was like, <laughs> Car threw like one incomplete pass right before the Adams 35 yard mm. bomb. And all I could like kind of just smile about was, you know, it was like they're just hyping up their fans about this incomplete pass right before their, their, you know, mm. shut down a number one corner in the NFL, um, you know, dropped the ball. Uh, but um, I agree with you there. You know, it's, it, it, I think there's a line between, you know, 
uh, you know, I think it's just, I think it's actually just gamesmanship at the game. You know, just trying to get in the get in the other person's head, and it rocks when they say that too. Like they are seventy thousand strong, mm-hmm. but they were also they were very quick to um, kind of make fun of themselves too. Like they they announced that it was a sold out game mm-hmm. on the score, and but on the scoreboard they said the amount of tickets sold for you know today were 69,000 and I guess like the the total mm-hmm. it was like one of those guests they attend this kind of thing and the total that they can have is like 74,000 and they're like which means only about which means about 5,500 season ticket holders didn't show for today and then mm-hmm. everybody said boo <laughs> <laughs> we suck again you know, it's, yeah it's a rough so, but yeah no um, Russ sucks uh, I don't know how that, that's got to be one of the worst trades in in history through at least I guess in, you know a few weeks, but it's it's not voting well when he did not look good live. So he um, just hasn't. I mean, I obviously I haven't had the experience of seeing him live, but this whole season just hasn't looked good. Plus, I think they kind of hired somebody as a coach who shouldn't be a coach. I, I think they hired a guy in the hopes that he was going to lure Aaron Rodgers away from Green Bay, and that didn't happen. So they kind of put themselves in a bad position. And Because let's say he wasn't even sucking. It would just be like they traded all the assets of him to throw to, too. Like they gave away Noah Fan plus the, the, the draft picks, and, you know. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I'm a fan of Cortland Sutton, too. Like, mm-hmm. One healthy, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, I I like Sutton. Um, I think he's a I think he's a solid wide receiver. And, um, but you know, like I think it was like Kendall Hinton um, was the guy that decided to take over the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, it was a it was a thing. Can you? Well, I need to find a charger real quick for me. <laughs> So one thing you probably didn't do, but it's actually one of the main reasons for me to want to go to Denver. Like, eventually I'll get there. I would love to catch a Colorado Rockies game. But there was a restaurant, a steakhouse, I think, that Adam uh, Adam Richmond went to on Man vs. Food. Way, way back in the day. Yeah. Uh, you were probably in high school uh, when the original Man vs. Food aired with Adam Richmond. And... Uh, he went to Denver and he went to some old ass like fucking steakhouse, I think, where they like do like elk and like a lot of the more exotic mm. meats as well. And it is like it's been around for like when he when he filmed there, they had been around for over a hundred years. That's one of the things I want to go there for is to just go eat there and maybe get like a nice medium rare buffalo steak or some shit, you know? Mm. Yeah, that I mean that definitely sounds super good, but we did not, we did not do that. Um, (laughs) um, I, I was kind of trying to throw out hints that we should go to Elway's steakhouse. Mm -hmm. Um, that didn't, you know, hit home, um, with anybody just, uh, you know, I thought it'd be kind of cool. um, just say hey, I ate at Elway's, you know, but right. um, but yeah, I definitely don't have any recollections of that. But I'm gonna throw you. I just sent a message in the chat where we where we stayed. Uh, eventually, you'll show up on your phone. Yeah. Um, um, did but, you see leaving, going to, or uh, coming from the airport? Did you see the famous Lucifer Lucifer statue? I did see Lucifer. Uh, we were on a on a bus, uh, so mm. it was kind of hard to see. But I did see Lucifer, very glory in all its glory. Um, <laughs> but um, I didn't get to. We didn't get to trip around in the airport as much as I wanted to because there's some weird stuff about that airport that I wanted to see. Right. You could really um, like <laughs> back in my twenties. Back when I was your age, um, I uh, I ended up having like a knee injury, like playing tennis. Like I partially tore my MCL and. 
I kind of babied it into like 10 weeks on disability. Um, like I should have had like six weeks, but I somehow got 10. And one of the things I got myself involved, like I found like my <laughs> deep into like conspiracy, like theaters websites about like the oddities of Denver airport and Denver, they buy into it too. They, they, they? they try to, you know, <laughs> they look on their, on their website. They like, they're like, why is Denver weird or kind of kind of stuff? But um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. why is the art so odd? Why is there a new world? I would and flag? and I would say that is another do for for Denver. The airport, easy, easy, super easy. We left the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. No, two days before Thanksgiving. You know, it's supposed to be packed. It was packed. Mm. TSA, we waited in line for twenty minutes. Really? With a, with yeah, with a toddler and all that kind of stuff, it's super easy to get through. It's so big. There's just no, you know, they have anything you could want. It's, I mean, I think it is like an international. It's an international airport, but it's a hub for the world. Like it, it really feels like wow. Okay, this, you know, Sacramento is an international airport. Denver is an international airport, you know. So, so, like, so is Erie, um, Pennsylvania. That's because yeah. Toronto. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it it definitely it was a solid airport. You know, they have everything you could want there. Um, you I could definitely get lost. I haven't ever had a layover there since I've been an an adult. I traveled with my family. Like the last family vacation we took before we moved to California. Uh, I think it was like the year Denver airport like opened. So I didn't get to experience it the way I would now. Like I just remember like being, I don't know, like 13 years old and have no money. And we had a three hour over. So I just spent like the entire time just going up and down the concourses on the walking like sidewalk thing, you know, the, Yeah, um, I don't know what you. I don't know what you call them. They're like escalators, but they're just flat ground. You know those things. Well, we did that too. We had a toddler that we tried to wear out, and it didn't no. work out. It didn't work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, another don't. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I you know I I I don't want to say don't fly with a toddler just because that won't you won't go anywhere where you where you want to go. But yeah, man, it is definitely a different experience flying with a two year old. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I'd say, you know, Denver airport is a solid airport, easy, you know, we flew during Thanksgiving week and it didn't really seem all that much different. So, um, I would, I would give it a solid nine out of nine out of 10. Um, they're still doing a lot of things, um, a lot of things different with, um, like they they got a lot of construction still going on. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. So, um, minus one point for construction. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, back to back to uh, Denver uh, for the Broncos real quick. Um, quick do's and don'ts. Um, and things that I noticed. Do's. Food. Search for good food. They have some solid options. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a couple good Philly cheesesteaks spots that looked pretty authentic. Um, they had a prime rib spot. They had a loaded, uh, loaded, t- uh, uh, when I say prime rib, I meant, um, French dip. They had a, okay. a French dip spot. They had a, um, loaded tater tot spot is, which <clears throat> I, 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 I went to that one. Um, and my father, father-in-law is a little bit more of an originalist. You know, he came back with a pizza, a couple pizzas. And I was like, eh, you know, I want to, I want to find some more food, but I'm going to eat this pizza just cause you got it. Right. Um, you know, but there's definitely more food out there, you know, um, they, I think they had a good taco spot if you really wanted to, they were a little hipster with the food. I, I yeah, won't lie. They are, yeah. That makes sense. So. Um, they were a little hipster with the food and I was like, this could have been a lot better if it had meat in it. Um, but, (laughs) um, you know, I think there's definitely some food options. You just got to look for it a little bit, but there was also like, you know, tenders love chicken, you know, where you could get it from, uh, O.co kind of thing. And to be honest, I think O.co did it better because I saw some of the the chicken tenders that they were selling in and that was not good. Um, but, Dues. They had a beer cave, and I don't even know if I got charged 
accordingly, but it was pretty cool. There was a mm-hmm. beer cave. So many different things of beer. You, you could have gotten you whatever. Um, you could have also, you know, walked out with an entire bottle of wine um, from Elway um, himself, his own, his own bottle. Um, but it was cool. I, they have gates into the beer cave and to mm-hmm. open the gates, you scan your credit card. So you tap your credit card, the gates open and you just go pick whatever you want. No and kid. then walk out. So you're you, you walk out. There's nobody. There's nobody even there. You just walk out. I don't know how it works. I asked the guy. I said, "How is this working?" He says, "It's magic." And I said, "Okay, magic going in." <laughs> so did you look at your credit card or debit card like like app afterwards? I haven't. I haven't looked, but I'm just I'm just accepting that they did that. It it was fine. Just because he said it was magic, I'm just kind of curious if, like, you get charged to go in, and then I'm sure they, ch- I'm sure they charge you a pre-authorization of like a certain amount, and then maybe I'll fall off after they, you know, the camera. I'm sure there's cameras that are watching you while you go, but it's pretty insane. Hmm. So yeah, no, it was a beer cave, and it was magic. It really was, and I just, I literally, I felt like I was stealing, but like I, I grabbed what I wanted. Walked out. Okay, so I guess what you know, especially there was, if, there was a person at the end that said, "Make sure you, you pop the tab before you go," kind of thing. But that was it. Well, given that we're a beer centric podcast, in the entirety of your trip, did you have like a beer that was just like, "Oh my god!" If you could ever find it, have it. This is this is facts. This is facts. I don't remember what it was called, but there's another do that I wanted to say about pod, uh, on the podcast is. Do try the craft beer. Don't just think, oh, I'm in Denver. I'm in Colorado. Coors must taste better. Uh, <laughs> um, is there's, they actually have a really good selection of craft brewer, beer, breweries around. Um, I think there was one that I didn't realize was um, a craft beer brewery. In, from Colorado, that is. Um, oh, that's right. Blue Moon, actually. Blue Moon's in there. I was about ready to say, but you beat me to it. Um, but they, I, I tried, they had a couple, like a, one, right when we walked into the concourse, mm-hmm. I saw one, you know, brewery that seemed like it had a pretty good line to it. And I was like, I'm going to try that. Mm-hmm. Found one, my, as everybody knows from the podcast, if you listen to my voice, um, from Dying Breed, Mosaic is my favorite beer that, that they mm-hmm. have. I saw that they had one beer. It was a hazy with Mosaic hops. I said, give me that. And it was really good, but I, I could not tell you what beer it is. <laughs> um, they just served it to me. They served it to me in a in a Denver Broncos souvenir cup, and I said, this is going in the trash before I leave. Here's my 20 bucks. Thing. Uh, all right. So I guess the do is go to a Broncos game, uh, Invesco field. Try the food. Or yeah, is it Walmart the, field? Is it Walmart it's field? In pow- it's in power. Field. In power field. But pretty soon it's going to yeah. be Walmart field. I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> just find the longest beer line for a craft brewery and get the one with Mosaic Cobb. So it seems pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it solid. And uh, I'll tell you that, you know, the, is the experience like everything else? I will say security was really easy. Like NFL security, expect, I don't know. Like we walked through metal detectors and they were just poles in the ground, and they were not even looking through people's bags. And makes me, you know, that was my I don't know in state. <laughs> I was like, walk by yeah, and we, hey, have a good time. Seventy thousand. Okay. 70,000 people just filing in here and it seemed like everybody was moving. I was like, why is this moving so fast? I was like, oh, they're not checking. Uh, <laughs> they could give two <laughs> shits. We're going to rely on a minimum wage worker well, to give crap. No. Yeah, they give too far. Well, but I, that's a complete opposite compared to O.co. Maybe it's just the, you know, the, the crowd. But um, <laughs> Oh, you just reminded me of something. So, fuck. The, but, the, the Sunday night game we went to, uh, Mrs. Eppy, Little Eppy, and I had a uh, Fifth row seats. She's not really listening to your AirPods. Yeah, I mean, we're fifth row. row. 
every time we've had like phenomenal seats at Levi Stadium, we've always been around people who were in the wrong seats. I don't get how in a stadium where like the, in the lower bowl at a Levi Stadium, like chances are, unless the team is really shitty, uh, the first game we ever went there, we got like six row seats for like $60, but that was like the Jim Tom Sula year where they maybe went four and 12. They, the game we went to, they lost to AJ McCarron at quarterback for the, the Bengals. Um, but every time we go, there's we're next to somebody who is not in the right seats Mm -hmm. and their seats that we typically pay about 220 bucks a piece for you go to the Oakland Coliseum O.co as if it were they are freaking hot like checking yeah they're checking your shit you can go anywhere in like the second or third level of the stadium and no one's gonna (laughs) hear you but don't you dare try to get that lower bowl without a proper ticket because they are on your ass about it and I had the same experience. I had the exact same experience as we got there, and there's a Dolphins fan in our seats. And I said, "Dude, those are your seats." He's all oh, okay, okay. Just moved over a couple, um, and he just sat there for the entire first half. And I'm like, "Dude," I'm like, "He, these people must live here and must always go and must always know that they're season ticket holders that don't go to those seats." Um, this point in the season when they're they're the teams what they mm-hmm. were three a three win team at some point maybe, um yeah, but I the same talking. experience same experience I was ready to show my tickets as I was walking into Lower Bowl and I was like, mm. oh there's nobody even here and they don't give two fucks. I just walked to my seats and there was no like twenty five people I had to show my ticket to. <laughs> it's weird, while right? i'm holding like three beers and a tenders love chicken platter you know? <laughs> um and they are like well still need to see the seeds i now see i have gotten to the point at and in, in the coliseum i walk past them i i don't give them the time of day to be honest anymore um i don't I have, have the time, for time that. They even care either i mean honestly. yeah i don't i don't have the time for that i'm just walking in my seats i know where i'm going you don't have to like act like you're chauffeuring me to the, i think i think that's that's a thing i would put money on it that i guess you could call it billy bean now um um now since he's up in a higher higher management um <laughs> is i think they're they think that it's a, a fan experience of being like kind of like a valet to your seat or, Oh yeah. Your, t- your seats are right here. Um, or no, your seats are over there. Go there. No, they, they uh, don't want it, us cheating them while they cheat us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is fact. And it's like, it's like you could literally, I think we went, we went during COVID. We went during COVID and, and there was nobody there. <laughs> Within miles of the Coliseum. And we still had to go through like three people saying, oh, are your seats here? I said, no, my seats are not here. But there's nobody around. I'm sitting here. Um, yeah, attendance yeah, at A's game is such that they could have, they, they didn't even have to bother putting a cap on the amount of fans at A's games during COVID because there was no real worry about it. Yeah. So that, so yeah, I'd say that's a, you know, it was, a, it was a good experience all around. I think I'm now high. And I think I would encourage everybody to go see a game there if they, if they could. And, and um, you know what? I mean, cause you know, I thought about this uh, since last week because I think the Raiders are also a three win team. Now the ability to have gotten a chance to travel away from home and see your team play and have it be one of the three. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just in the same boat as you. It's like, congratulations. Like, you, mm-hmm. you, it makes you I won the lottery. I won was. the lottery. I really did. Um, no. And especially that game, you know, when it didn't really hit us until, like, like we both, we, we both saw it happen and it was, the play was going away from us. Mm-hmm. And me, me and my father-in-law were like, oh, sick. And then there was, Granted, I actually had some Raider fans around me, so it was actually pretty cool. Um, and it set in. I high fived a, a couple people, took the last swig of my beer, and I was like, "All right, it's time to go." Um, and then I was, we were kind of walking out, and then I started hearing a couple couple people go Raiders <laughs> in the concourse, and I was like, 
All right. These are my people. And, uh, well, most of them aren't, um, but that was actually a really incredible experience to watch a team walk off mm-hmm. oh, yeah. against a div- division rival, especially in mile high. You would, it wouldn't have felt that it, like, I think there's something about Denver. Like, I, I think you'd maybe get that same experience against Kansas city, but sorry, stash. I would not feel, I don't think I would have felt the same way walking off against the chargers in SoFi. No, because SoFi, let me, because we went to SoFi last season because it's such a, almost like a 50 50. And now, granted, you're a Raiders fan. So if you went there, it'd be mostly Raiders fans. Like, but even like mm-hmm. going there as a Browns fan, it was probably 35, 40% Browns fans. So because there's such a high volume of visiting fans there, it's kind of almost always loud. Like, so mm-hmm. if you were to like be somewhere else, where you can't see the field and heard it cheer or something like you actually would not really be able to tell who it was for. Um, so no, you wouldn't get that at SoFi. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like we walked out and I heard like one or two people chanting Raiders. And I was like, okay, we just did something against this team, you know? <laughs> and, and these fans, these fans are a little upset, you know, having to walk home. <laughs> And for us, we so we actually that's the other do or the other don't. No, actually, do. Do not <laughs> pay the two hundred dollars for the parking permit. There is what? a lot of yeah, there is a lot of parking. There is like between eighty-five to two hundred dollars for to park at the what? stadium. Crazy. Crazy. They don't have enough parking at the stadium um at all um and granted we did wait for till the last minute but you, you either have to show up three hours early to get the to, get, to be able to park there for 30 bucks or you have to get an expensive as parking permit mm-hmm. we showed up an hour and a half before the game it took us an hour to find parking and we ended up granted we didn't know where we were going mm-hmm. and we had to you know, troubleshoot of driving through all the parking that was permit parking only. Um, but do just park at the Denver Nuggets arena, which is about a mile away. Park there. It costs 20 bucks and walk the mile to the stadium. And it's an easy walk. Um, but yeah, um, it was it was kind of surreal walking away, and then all these people just being super sad and right. just being super happy, you know, just like and and you don't want to cause any shit, you know. I I I, I let a, cu- a couple of raiders go um, on the way out, as but, you should, uh, yes. as you should, yeah. Um, but you know, at at some point, you kind of let it go when you're out of the concourse, and you're like, okay, and. Uh, we're in Denver and surrounded by a whole bunch of orange, you know, <laughs> it's still, it's still Broncos country. Let's ride. Um, so let's ride. Um, I let a couple of those go too. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, last question before we actually segue into our picks this week. Um, so you parked a mile away at the Denver Nuggets arena. Uh, how was the traffic and getting out of there and getting like getting out of the city back towards your hotel? Mm-hmm. How, how was it getting out of there? Um, I could imagine if you parked at the stadium, atrocious. It's mm-hmm. super compact, one lane roads. It, there are no like big wide thoroughfares to exit out of anywhere. Um, and the tailgaters were for real. Mm-hmm. Um, where we parked, as long as you got there, you know, you, you walked the time that we walked the mile to get where we needed to go, where we parked, um, you know, obviously there was no Denver Nuggets game. Um, we got out, you know, it took us about 17 minutes to walk from the stadium to our car. Five, five minutes to get back on the freeway. Max. But we were never stopped. We were never stopped getting out. So, um, had we, just gone there to in the first place when we first got there. Um, we would have 
you know, e- easy in and out. So the do's would be to park away from the stadium outskirts. Don't try to find on-site parking and um, you will be happy. So, but overall we paid the day before 130 bucks for those seats. Not bad. Each? Well, you weren't. 130 each. That's not bad. 130 not bad. each right behind, right behind, you know, we we're probably on TV for a couple field goals. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, not, not bad. So, and then Devontae Adams, you know, walking off worth the price of, of admission for sure. Yeah, no. So, win. that's amazing. Okay, so we're going to transition into our weekly picks. Um, you are hereby bound by whatever you sent in text message yesterday. No! <laughs> I'll have to pull it up. I'll have to pull it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, while, while you do that, I, I'm first anyways. Uh, there's only one morning game amongst our teams, I think, and that's – um, the Buccaneers at Cleveland. I just looked it up. The Buccaneers, even though the game's in Cleveland, Buccaneers are a three-point favorite. So that would mean uh, neutral field, I guess, are about six points better in the eyes of Vegas. I, I mean, I haven't thought a lot about this one, but, like, I'm kind of stuck. Like, like, I have no reason to pick the Browns to win most games anymore at this point in the year. But they've been in so many of them, um, frustratingly, right? Um, it's uh, Jacoby Brissett's last start. Um, this is the last game of Deshaun Watson's. By week next week? No, Deshaun Watson co- comes back next week. Um, mm. I, I want them to win for him. Like, he, he has done everything you could have asked of him and then some. Um, but I'm going to go with the safe pick. I'm going to go the Tom Brady's. Wow. And because the Browns lose in stupid ways, I'm going to go something stupid like 27-26. Tom's yeah. turkeys, huh? Yeah. Going Tom's turkeys. I don't want to because I don't think Tampa Bay is even that good of a team this year, but Especially with the Fournette out, Fournette outs, and they got they're going to start the rookie. I mean, he, he the rookie does look good. But. Yeah, and he'll look amazing tomorrow too. Um, <laughs> I'm fairly certain Joe were Joe Woods, or as I like to say, Joe Woos, because there's no D in Cleveland. Um, <laughs> does not have a job next year, nor should he. Um, but let's say uh, Dirty Dan went Tampa Bay, twenty to eighteen. Dodger went Tampa Bay 34-19. I have a hard time believing Tampa Bay is going to score 34, but you never know. And Chitty, two weeks in a row. Look at my look at my picks. I'm trying to support you guys here. I know. I'm kind of curious. Like, are you just trying to like catch up? But you're two weeks in a row, you're the only person who picked Cleveland. So I'm kind of curious what you see that makes you keep going that way, or is it strictly strategic where you're trying to make up picks? No, you got you. I you know I always gotta seem to make up picks. I, that's why I don't put money down in picking leagues because I'm not good at them. Right. Um, but I see something with Chubb. obviously Chubb is there. He's always just he's the second best running back in the league for a reason. Um, and you know Amar, it seems like Amari's lighting it up. You know he, he he's is been amazing. He's been amazing. So, I'm really happy getting to watch him this year. And I know you guys have a lot of money tied up into Deshaun Watson, but like, I mean, it's still going to take some time to get him. Like, I don't. What, what's your guys' record? Three and seven. Okay, yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. But I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think there's, I think there's enough there, and there's, you know, I think both. Both Super Bowl. I think a lot of the playoff teams from last year are a shell of themselves. So, I, I think it's we can't look at them like we were last year. So, right. I'm giving the Browns a chance, and it's a 28-27 chance. You know? Yeah, that, that's I think, and and I'm looking at a two point conversion helping you guys out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I hope just like last week. I hope you're right. Um, next up, I'll start with Thirty Dan's scores. 
Um, we have Saints at Niners. Dirty Dan went to San Francisco, 30-17. Dodger went to San Francisco, 26-12. Chitty, what do you got? Uh, I went Niners. Niners, right? Yep. Niners, 33-17. Okay, and I'm going Niners, 31-10, because the Saints just aren't good, and the Niners are heating up. So <clears throat> My fantasy team is riding on... Garoppolo and Debo Samuel tomorrow. So if I lose <laughs> tomorrow, I don't think I'll be making playoffs. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. No. I have one team that was doing really good, but it, the the one money league I have, and we just went up to a hundred bucks per person this year. It just has fallen victim to playing the wrong person at the wrong time. No. Like, I probably had, like, the third best score last week, but I was playing the person with the second best score. And I was like, fuck. No. And I couldn't get a good trade off. Like, I, I had a couple of moments where I thought I was going to get, like, an elite running back because um, I actually have Devontae Adams on that team. I, I kept trying to, like, use him as trade bait to get, like, a second stud running because I have, like, Nick Chubb on that team. But yeah. everything fell through. It, it's, it's whatever. Fuck it. So... It's whatever. It's whatever. So next, um, I'll start with the next one. This is a game I think no one wants to watch. We had the Broncos at the Panthers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, is it Walker? Is that the name of the Carolina <laughs> quarterback? Like EJ Bethard? Yeah, maybe. Hey, who knows? I know it's not Baker Mayfield. Um <laughs> I saw a funny stat. I'm going to go with Denver. Um, like 10 to 7. I will say, like, I saw something earlier that said if Denver had just scored 18 points a game, they'd be 9 and 1. Yep. That they, I, I saw that on the way out of the game. <laughs> uh, if, if, they, if they score 18 points in regulation every single game, that's all they had to do, 9 and 1. Yeah. That was the Browns last year if they had just scored like 22, something that also seems fairly easy. 18 is like, it, as professional teams, you, you kind of think that they'd have to be able to score close to that. I feel like Alabama could put up 18 points on most NFL teams. They would still wherever, lose, but I feel like they could put up 18 points. Wherever Marvin Harrison Jr. is playing, that guy is <laughs> Oh, gosh. He's going to he's gonna. <laughs> Dominate next year. Yeah, <laughs> he's something so, else. I, I know. I know you. Yeah, I'm. I mean, Beardo would probably have something to say about that, but no, I think I'd be the one that would be more opposed to. No, it's true. It's for Ohio State. I'm a Penn State fan, so he's yeah. He's torturing me more than anybody else. That's um, true. But uh, he's good. You can't. You can't. You can't deny that guy. You can't deny the talent. He actually had his first drop pass. Like, I kind of had that game on earlier today for the first half. Mm. And it's the 12th game of the season. He had his first drop pass today. Jeez. Yeah, 12 games in. Um, Dirty Dan went Denver 18-17. Dodger went Carolina 17-16. So, everyone thinks it's going to be super tight. Uh, Chitty, you went Carolina 13-10? 13-10. So no one thinks it's going to be a game worth watching. They're probably not going to be on your red zone very much tomorrow. No. Nope. Or um, they were going to put up 45, 49 points together or something like that. No. Not a, I would definitely bet the under. Uh, next up, we have Chargers at Cardinals. Dirty Dan went Chargers 21-20. Dodger went Cardinals 26-23. And Chitty, what do you have? I went Chargers 30 to 13. I'm also going to go Chargers uh, 24 17. I think Kyler Murray's back. I guess maybe the newest Modern Warfare is not so new anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's not a double XP weekend. But I don't know. I have a hard time believing the Chargers lose this one. Cardinals are just not good. Um, next step, I'll, I'll start with this next one. No, actually, you're starting with the next one. Raiders at Seahawks, Chitty. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say that the the Raiders got to be working off uh, for momentum, and 
Um, I think it would be too obvious if they started to, if they're losing, if they, it would have been too obviously last week if they're trying to tank. And I don't, I don't think that they have the tanking mentality in them. I don't know. That's just me. Like, I, I don't think Carr has the mentality to be able to do that because there's, there's already been calls to cut him if he can't perform any better than he's, than he's doing. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think there's really anything tying Devontae Adams to the Raiders next year. So um, I, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a, 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 an opportunity for them to tank yet. So I think they're going to pull it out 20 to 17. I think it's going to be a little scoring and close as well. But I have to start one of my least. I have to start Geno Smith tomorrow. Let's oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Even better. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Seattle 17 13. Uh, Dirty Dan went. Seattle 24-20, and Dodger went Seattle 27-17. So are you hoping that Geno's going to get two rushing touchdowns and and 200 yards and no interceptions? <laughs> Can he find a way to get 500 yards but not screw up? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. That's why I picked up Jimmy G this week because <laughs> Justin Field, I have Justin Fields hurt and questionable, so... Justin Fields, the latest and greatest rushing quarterback. Um, I love how everyone's all on his nuts now, and it's like he's been doing it all on his legs, not so much his arms. So let's not. Uh, if you yeah. if you look at his tape in college, he was a good, accurate. He was a good throwing quarterback. Yeah, so it was a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks, but they don't make it. I'm just saying, you got to, you got to, you got you to give him, give him a line, give him not the Chicago Bears line. <laughs> <laughs> he might be able to. He might be able to hit Darnell Mooney ninety nine yards down the right. sideline. <laughs> All right, <laughs> our last one. Uh, we'll start with Dirty Dan score. Our last game for this week: uh, Packers at Eagles. Dirty Dan went Eagles twenty three twenty one. Dodger went Eagles thirty to twenty six. Chitty, what do you got? Well, I'm a little lower than my thousand to zero score from a couple of weeks ago for the Eagles. I don't know if anybody caught that one. I did. Um, everybody. <laughs> and then I was wrong. <laughs> a little bit. Apparently the commanders like to play football sometimes. Um, but I'm going 42 to 14. And I'm going to go Eagles 2010. The, the thing that I, I thought was fascinating because you referenced week 10 is they look so dominant, but like I kind of, as they kept winning and winning and winning, I kind of remembered like the Steelers from like two years ago, but the difference between now and then was like, then I think the Steelers started off 11 and Oh, but they just did not look like an amazing football team, despite the fact mm-hmm. that they were winning every week. And so then the Eagles did lose. And then the next week, I think they had Indianapolis last week and they barely eked out a win. So I'm just kind of wondering what they're kind of going through having to deal with that adversity this late in the season. So I say they do win, but I'm still not convinced yet. So with that said, it is getting late, my friend. Good to have you back. Good to see you back on the podcast uh, and back in California as well. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think uh, we have little. Oh no, I will definitely not be back on the podcast next week. I got little Chitty's birthday on Sunday, and nice. then uh, Saturday night I have a formal dance that I have to chaperone. So um, I will be a uh, supervising children, um, keeping the uh, space for the Lord. And <laughs> um, in between them, no, I will be standing outside, uh, making sure that they don't leave early. Um, but yeah, I will just sign off saying tonight that my um, alumni, a high school alumni, went to the state CIF section games tonight. Not the state cha- championships, but the CIF game 
for section tonight and lost 35 to 34 mm -hmm. on um on a on a botched extra point Ouch. um yeah so uh, that, that that's tough for them but um it's always fun seeing i think i think you, any high school sport should feel especially fall should feel pretty fortunate if you're practicing during thanksgiving week i got to do that one time and it was it was a cool experience you know nice. so um but yeah it's good to be back on well, we're good. Good. And happiest of birthdays to little, little chitty this week. And Number everyone two. tuning in, thank you as always. And until next week, we wish you a good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You were caught in a lie, said it with your eyes Said to all my homies that you weren't even mine You didn't think twice, got a heart made of ice And that shit hit me, did me dirty I never asked why, and I never did cry I never told another how I felt inside my demons don't hide when I'm dreaming at night And I won't mislead you, you'll miss me Cause I don't give a fuck about you no more Give me back my hoodies or I'm kicking down doors You weren't even pretty looking back and I'm sure You still miss me, that's so funny I don't give a fuck about you, you swore You would never talk about me before you